Hey everyone, this is Shama with Girls and Geese. We're back for yet another edition of our Girls and Geese Next Generation series where we feature young, up-and-coming um, athletes that are going to be the future of jiu-jitsu. We're really excited today. We have on a very promising, young, up-and-coming athlete that uh, we think is going to really tear up this advances through uh, her jiu-jitsu career. She's also got big goals as far as what she wants to do outside of jiu-jitsu. And so we're really excited to have you on today, Bella. How are you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Shama. No worries. No worries. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Bella Brigan. I'm age 15, and I think this is my ninth year in jujitsu. Um, so it has definitely been a journey, and I am so happy to be here. I just want to give a quick shout out um, one to Girls and Geese. Thank you so much for having me on here. Um, and then to my coach, Shane Zerang with uh, True Jiu Jitsu Academy. Thank you so much for getting me where I am. And to my mom, who's always empowered me, and to my awesome team, and to Six Chic Fightwear. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Got to plug away. We don't get where we are without the people that helped us get there. So awesome. So you, I, gosh, I, I probably, I don't remember how long. I probably have known you for seven years, a long time now. Since I was itty-bitty. I don't know either. Yeah. You were a little itty bitty thing and like your passion for jujitsu has just like, like it's just a wildfire that's just grown so much as you've gotten older. And at what point was it when, well, let's start from the beginning. How did you get into jujitsu? Tell us a little bit about that. So I think I was six years old, um, but nine years ago, six years old and was doing Taekwondo, um, and family friends saw how low I like to stay to the ground. He was like, hey, why don't you try jujitsu? And my mom was like, no way. But um, I saw videos online and have to try, mom. Love at first sight. And here I am today. <laughs> awesome. So at what point did you, like, realize that you know this is something I just want to keep doing like I want to do this forever I want to see how far this goes I want to go compete like all of it it was probably um third or fourth grade so a few years into my jujitsu journey I was also doing gymnastics but I really just wanted to devote as much time as I could to jujitsu and um it just keeps me healthy and happy in so many ways like I'm sure y'all have noticed, too, when you're not in jiu-jitsu, um, you just can't handle everything as well. Your body doesn't feel good, and um, it's just harder to balance life. But when I'm in jiu-jitsu, it just keeps me happy and healthy. So I think it was around third or fourth grade when I realized I'm going to be in jiu-jitsu for life. Like, this is a, this is a commitment. <laughs> awesome so what are some of your goals like looking forward like what are some of your jiu-jitsu goals that you're looking at um so some short-term goals I definitely want to work on takedowns um <laughs> that's kind of random but I I'm a guard puller and so <laughs> self outside of my comfort zone is something I'm trying to do lately and then much as I love jiu-jitsu sometimes it's hard to 
find the motivation to go to the gym or stay that extra hour. So um, that's been something I've been trying to push myself to and definitely just thinking on the block. So those are definitely short-term goals. And then long-term goals, I just want to be in jujitsu for my whole life. Um, competitively or not, I really but sometimes you just need a break. <laughs> um, but I definitely want to grow old with jujitsu, have gnarled fingers and <laughs> So I know that during the pandemic, uh, a lot of us were forced to kind of be ripped apart from our jujitsu lives that we knew before, right? And you and I kind of talked about this a little bit. Like, yeah. what was it like for you? Was that like, was that the first break that you ever had from jujitsu before? And like, what was that experience like for you? And, and do you have any advice for people who kind of have to go through that where all of a sudden something they really love is, is you know, not, not accessible? Gosh, man, what a great question, first of all. Um, so with the COVID-19 pandemic, I think I went home pretty early in the pandemic because it was something scary and no one was quite sure how it was, what it was going to be like. So I was... 14-ish, like new 14. Um, and I stayed home for seven months and got mats and put them in my garage and got a dummy made out of PVC pipe, padding and duct tape from my coach. And I did jujitsu over Zoom. And as an only child, I had no one else to work with. Um, so I did jujitsu with a dummy. And that's just how it was for seven months. And it was really hard for sure because I was also doing school from home. So there was no interaction with other people in person. And I guess it just made me really appreciate jujitsu all that much more. I think one for people who can't be in jujitsu for whatever reason, find some way to move your body. That's the most important because you need to have some sort of just um, relief. Like, for me, jiu-jitsu is my release. If I'm upset, I do jujitsu. If, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm lazy, I typically do jujitsu. <laughs> 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 um, COVID-19 just hit us in so many ways. But I know for my gym and my jujitsu family, um, we all got back to the mats as soon as we could. I was a little late on that. But as soon as I got there, um, mm-hmm. it was really incredible. Well, I almost, I was injured almost right away after getting back on the mat. So I spent two more months in recovery, which was really upsetting. Like after just getting back, um, mm-hmm. it was really emotional. But this past year, I've just felt myself like um, in love with Jitsu again. And COVID-19 um, made me think of that saying, where people say distance makes the heart grow fonder. Like I didn't get mm-hmm. to, do, but as soon as it was there, I wanted it. <laughs> That's awesome. So you, you not only, you know, you're an active competitor, you're also starting high school now and yep. you have been very involved in advocacy and getting involved in the community. Tell us about a few of your passion projects that you work with. Where do I start? Um, 
Um, well, since the third grade, so six years now, my mom and I have, well, I have involved in animal advocacy with Texas Humane Legislation Network. Um, so for the past six years, I have pushed um, a bill to help dogs in Texas. People will leave their dogs on chains outside with no proper food, water, shelter, uh, water or shelter. And so I've just been pushing a bill for the past six years with the Texas legislator and it finally passed this year. So Texas dogs can get the quality of life that they're outside. And so I've been doing for, um, network. Also, alongside advocacy, I am also um, a rally horsemanship program, which is training horses, but using positive reinforcement and natural, um, natural sciences instead of forcing an animal they don't want something to do. And what horse training does for me, it's very um, interesting to me because it has me like calm down and slow down versus in jujitsu, you know, I'm ramping up and bringing lots and lots of energy. So horse training has taught me to be really calm and um, just center myself because it's this big one ton animal. And if you startle it, it'll run you over. Um, yeah. <laughs> so those are two things outside of jujitsu that I'm really passionate about. And um, they just really fill my cup. Awesome. So, and and a lot of like what you're doing now too kind of coincides with what you want to do for the future. So, so what are some of your big goals? Like, okay. where are we going to see you in ten years? You'll be like what twenty five? Wow. <laughs> so, um, when people ask me what I be when I what I want to be when I grow up, it's kind of a funny answer. I'm not exactly sure yet. All I know is I want to serve God and country. Um, and for me, one way I can do that is through the military. So my current plan right now is to attend the United States Air Force Academy. And then from there, end up and serve in the Department of Defense. And just do whatever I feel called to and wherever I feel God calling me. Um, that's just the most important thing to me. And what's so interesting is in the um the united states air force academy there is a jiu-jitsu club and a jiu-jitsu yeah. team and that was like the most amazing thing for me <laughs> like i'm not to colorado and leave behind if i pursue that um i get to i get to do jiu-jitsu there and i could possibly end up teaching jiu-jitsu in the air force academy and serving my country and and doing jujitsu, who knows where I'll be in 10 years, but that is my idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, those are some big dreams, and I think if anybody can do it, you can do it. That's for sure. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your jujitsu journey. I'm, I'm a little bit curious because I know, like, I've, you know, been around for a while now, and I see a lot of girls that, you know, they get all into it when they're little, and then once they hit, like, teenage years, preteen years, they're gone, you know, and I get it, life change, you're going through so many changes, right, so mm -hmm. what do you think are some factors that we can get girls your age, you know, you know, 
junior high is a rough period, you know, and then going into freshman year, it's rough too, right? So mm-hmm. like, what are some things that like ways that you think we could help encourage girls that are going through these hard times to maybe explore jujitsu to help build their confidence or their self-sufficient, you know, like there's so many benefits to it, right? So what advice would you have for somebody out there like that? Um, so that, that's a question that really I've been pondering on lately and what does jujitsu mean for girls our age? And I know for me, it means knowing I'm safe at all times and I can keep myself safe. And, um, it gives us so much confidence in who we are as people and our bodies. And that feels amazing. Um, jujitsu is hard to stick with as a girl, uh, you just see boy after boy after boy and man pass through and you don't get to train with a whole lot of girls. I'm very lucky. Um, I have lots of girls at my gym. It's pretty balanced, but I know for other younger girls or preteens or teenagers or even women, it's really discouraging to be the only woman among men. And um, sometimes we end up turning to other stuff. It makes me so sad to see jujitsu girls um, posting, exposing pictures of their bodies instead of celebrating their jujitsu accomplishments. Like, girl, there's so much more to you than your body. Like, tell us how smart you are. Tell us about your dreams and your aspirations. And I just want every girl in jujitsu to feel empowered, to show off who they are, not what they look like. And I think jujitsu teaches us that in a sense because part of the jujitsu battle is physical, but the majority of it is all up here. And if you keep your mind strong and you fixate on your goals, jujitsu will fall in line with that. And you'll be able to push through whatever hard time you're going through, but you have to find that determination on the inside to pursue the thing that makes you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy, then you need to find something else or push harder, but jujitsu helps everyone grow physically, mentally, and spiritually and develop into a person they never thought they'd become. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what, you're lucky too that at 15 years old, you're realizing that, you know, cause not a lot of people <laughs> realize that until a lot later in life. So you're very fortunate to have that that wisdom. And, and I think you brought up a lot of good points. You know, it, it's a hard time when you're becoming a young woman because you're transitioning into this whole new world. And there's a lot of pressures to as a woman to be feminine and beautiful and sexy. And, and it's confusing time for, for girls your age, I'm sure. You know, it was for me. And you know, oh, yeah. it was a while ago, but not that long ago. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. In jiu-jitsu um because you want to be feminine i'm a girly i have my nails done every week at jiu-jitsu and i come with makeup and i do my hair and i make sure i look cute but it's hard because jiu-jitsu is a male-dominated sport and so it's very masculine and you're rolling with the boys and you're sweating and you stink and everyone else stinks but it can be confusing for sure because if you're not sure in who you are then jujitsu will just like cause your head to spin even more but 
I feel at the same time, if you let it, jujitsu can show you who you are and teach you that different is okay and everyone is their own person. And jujitsu shouldn't be male dominated. We should have men and women and anyone else in jujitsu. Um, it's so incredible what it can teach you if you let it. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to close out with one final question. What is like, and this is hard. You've been doing it for a while, but what is some really like important advice that you've really taken to heart that maybe your coach or your mom given you that, you know, has just kind of changed who you are or really kind of opened up your eyes because you're, you're, you're like a sponge, you know, you're still so young, you're just absorbing everything around you. So what is something that you, somebody said to you maybe so far that, that you could, you know you've benefited from somehow that you'd like to share? That's a tough question. Um, there's so many little tidbits you internalize through over the years, but I think the biggest one for me is, it's a little cliche, but just don't give up. And then just pushing for what you need and what your body needs. And for me, that's honestly, is a really big reminder to me to keep myself and pushing and trying my hardest and exploring new careers. My, my biggest advice is stop upping your game and push because the moment you stop pushing is when you fall behind and then you don't have the motivation to start pushing again and then it's an uphill battle. But if you just keep pursuing the thing that you love then only good things will come from it and that's what I've learned over the years and I'm relearning that hearing myself saying it right now <laughs> no that's absolutely a good one yeah yeah like I, I'm no guru either but I definitely agree with if uh, the time we spend on this earth if you're spending it doing something you really truly love and is your calling it's it's gonna make this time even more enjoyable so i'm right there with you well thank but. you for your time shama and thank you to everyone who has joined i'm so grateful to see all this support absolutely thank you for being on you're, you're always one of my favorite you're like my 30 year old 15 you, you get becoming more age appropriate <laughs> when you're a little girl you were still like a 30 year old woman so you're slowly catching up. <laughs> you're just, you're very mature and you're very wise beyond your years. So I enjoy talking to you. But thank you so much, Bella. Thanks. I wish you weren't 4,000 miles away so I could give you a big hug right now. <laughs> like virtual. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Bella, for being part of it. Thank you, Kimberly, for letting Bella do it. And uh, thank you again. And we will see you guys next time. You take care. <laughs>